Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the dirt off sparkly spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. A glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're going Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello to everyone out there in podcast land. You were early by a second. Oh, the horse. <laughs> I'm just excited. Shock horror. Like, I was watching it. You always have to make it to the meaning of life. You okay. have to make it to 42. Well, and then see, we pull it down. Well, way, way, way back uh, when I was doing these things, it was 40 seconds. No, no. We can't have that. 40 is too <laughs> round of a number. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to another week of By the By. Yes, where Angela spokes. Spokes? Uh-huh, uh-huh. In a wheel. I don't uh-huh. know. She spokes too soon. <laughs> I'm just excited. Are you? Yeah. What are we? I mean. I, w- I want to talk to people this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. We have no one. It's just me, babe. I mean, well, but last week it was mostly you talking. So you know. That's true. That That's true. I did a lot of talking last yeah, week. I need I, to exercise my vocal cords. Let me tell you, this is something that uh, I think is fun about doing a podcast with somebody is that you listen to a lot of podcasts and it's like, mm, well, these people talk equally. And then some, it's like it's two people, but one person does the talking. I like that we share. We go both ways. You got to mix it up a little bit, right? Yes. Keep people guessing as to who they're going to hear. Yes. Mm-hmm. And occasionally we throw in the gentleman. Also, what's the dog eating? I think it's Fuzz from the tennis ball. He's just num-numbing it. It's fine. It's all good. He's not actually eating it. He just chews it for a while, rolls it up into a ball in his mouth. He loves on it for a while, and he's like, you can have it now. (laughs) Yeah. He'll spit it out. Don't worry. Anyway, uh, he's a spitter, not a swallower. (laughs) Fortunately, because Jesus Christ, the amount of vet bills we'd have had otherwise. Oh, my God. (laughs) So here we are, another week. Mm Mm-hmm. If you've been paying attention, you know it's a sad, sad thing that our trip out west has been canceled because WA has shot the fucking border. Yes. However, I do think that the exclusively RHP event is still going on. It is. just with WA people only. So if you live in WA, there might be spots available now. Yeah. I know it was advertised on RHP, so check it out. See? Yeah. Yes. For those also who are asking because, God, you people... Just like, please give us a moment. We don't know when the next pendulum party is. Oh, we're trying. No, um, we're still working on scheduling. Still working on scheduling. It's it's complicated. There's uh, a lot of moving parts. There are, and hopefully we'll have to date within the next week or so. We'll get. Yes. But we'll put it out everywhere that we possibly can once we have a date. Yes. So just be aware. Yes, and watch for the writing in the sky. That's It'll right. Be up there. Smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll I'll rent a van. Mm-hmm. Says free, free candy. <laughs> Just as a side note, we had friends, and I don't know if they still listen to the podcast. I mean, they're still friends officially, but yeah. people that we hung out with quite a lot for a while, and 
<laughs> he misunderstood free candy and he always thought it was freak Andy. <laughs> it's like, oh, poor Andy. And that's still one of my favorite. Every time I say free candy, I think freak Andy. I do too. I, never, I love it. I never, ever noticed it before, but oh, now that's all I can that's hear. That's all I hear. Yeah. It's great. Brilliant. I love it. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that's basically all we have to talk about. Um, I would like to just make a mention because last weekend, no, this week, I don't know. We've been whatever. off for five days. We've been off for a while. <laughs> so sometime in this period recently, we had some play friends over. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. And in response to the play friends, I don't know if you want to talk about that at all or not. But in I res- think we should just say two things about it. Maybe three things. Okay. Okay. One they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And not just because we know they listen, but they were awesome before they listened. Even if they stopped listening, they would still be awesome. Mm-hmm. Two, they're both crazy sexy. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of like, I kind of like being a, a I'm going to say a, a mentor instead mm-hmm. of a mentor <laughs> for a fella. <laughs> like, like, I know that I, he's sort of trying to find his way and in, in his sexuality. Uh-huh. And I... He's, happily, he's exploring. He's exploring, yeah. absolutely. And I so respect that. And I'm the first person to take his hand and walk him into the <laughs> darkness. Uh, his hand is not the only thing you're taking. I, I, he's so hot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, she's I just, I mean, they're both delights. Oh, absolutely. Um, and they're funny people, very smart. And we taught them that sometimes sex at 11 a.m., or as we like to call it, 11 <laughs> No alcohol, just come over and let's yeah. do this thing. It's a purpose-driven visit. Yeah. Yeah. They, we taught them that that can be amazing. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be at nighttime. It doesn't always have to be after a drink or two. No. Like, yeah. Just come on over yeah. and then come on over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, because of that... Uh, yeah, so because of that, we decided that our little sex couch in the playroom, I mean, we've come on it a few times. It's had a few stains and a few soilings and things. A few soilings. But it's also kind of a pain in the ass to clean every time. So and in response to this particular visit, because this was like the straw that broke the camel's back, we went out and we got a water-resistant, whatever, sheet blanket thing it's actually it is a blanket uh looking at it so it's an extreme sheets extreme extreme yeah blanket. extreme but it's a blanket because we don't have like a bed so we don't want sheets or anything like that yeah. and it's actually apparently discontinued because you know the material is too hard to get or too expensive or Fuck whatever you, COVID. but that's okay we got it it's yes. a great little blanket and it does very well at protecting our poor little couch here we used it just angela to make tested sure. it yeah just She's make like, sure we got a squirt on it like, mm-hmm. all right Yep. So we did that. It was easy to clean, easy to wash off and that kind of thing. And it protected the couch. And I like a blanket. I got to admit, there's something about sheets, which is like, it's very hot when you walk into a room and you see that on the bed because you're like, yeah, I know what's going down. Mm. But at the same time, I like the blanket because you can kind of pull it up on the side a little bit to keep it from running off over the edge. So, you oh, know, God. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, important. Accurate, accurate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like I, the blanket. I scooted across it like a dog with mm-hmm. ringworm. <laughs> and you can also shape it to whatever part of the bed or the, in this case, the couch needs covering. So whether it's the sides, the back, the, you know, wherever you're sitting. I didn't actually yeah, do that. By no, the way. no, I didn't. But yeah, but um, I like it because it, it's actually it's, yeah, it's actually nice to have sex on. So cool. Anyway, Good. Yeah, it is that was that was one of our latest purchases that I actually really like. And it's a shame that it's discontinued now. Yeah. But, you know, yay, we got one. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was a really good purchase. Yay. And yeah, very happy with it. Yeah. Um, but shall we get on to the topic at hand? Sure. Anything else you'd like to mention in the first place? I don't think so. I think I'm done. Like I'm done. Done. Extreme. I'm out for the week. 
<laughs> I wish I didn't have to go to work. <laughs> yes, I uh, am out for the I week. I mean, we're all in that boat, babe. Ugh. Nobody wants to, right? That's why they call it work. I know, but mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about hosting a lifestyle party. Ooh. So we had a question on Discord, and I feel like we've talked about this somewhere in the way past, but admittedly, I didn't look it up to see. And I also don't think we've gone into like as much depth as we have now. And the world's a different world. And the world is a different world. So we thought we would address this because the person on Discord was asking, basically, they're looking to host a lifestyle party. And did we have any tips, hints, tricks, etc. for doing so? And the short answer is yes. The long yep. answer is here it all comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah, so it's a great question because, look, the world is starting to open back up. We're starting to have parties. You may not want to go to an official club, but you may still want to have sexy times with people. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You host your own party. You host your own party. Yeah. And if you talk nicely to us, we will give you the rights to Pendulum. (laughs) Yeah, I guess the first question, so I kind of have some notes here. Okay. Of course I do. Of course, you. And, I'm looking at it from here. Those aren't some notes. Those are, I think, uh, I think it's a metric shit ton of notes. I just wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything. Of course. That I thought of, and I'm sure there are things I'm not thinking of. Uh, anyway, so the first thing I would start with are logistics. So are oh, you... Always the best part of a sex party. <laughs> it... uh, hey, you want to have a sex party? Sure. Let me get my spreadsheets. (laughs) Oh, I thought you mean, are these the extreme sheets? No, I excel in planning (laughs) sex parties. Look, it's Mm. not sexy, but it's important for a good, successful party. Tell me about your macros, baby. (laughs) Oh, if only you knew. (laughs) Uh, So the first thing is to decide if you're going to host a party at your home, your place. Yeah. Or if you're going to hire a place, like a rental, Airbnb, I know it's officially against the rules uh, and whatever, blah, 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 whatever. By the by, podcast does not support breaking Airbnb <laughs> yeah. rules. Uh, but also some people do hotel takeovers or partial yeah. takeovers. So just, you know, you have to decide where do you want to do this? Is it going to be in your own home or is it going to be somewhere else? And that decision can then feed into other questions and other decisions that you're going to make in how this party looks and how it operates. Whoa, so, so we're getting an Excel spreadsheet and a decision tree? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do we need to pull out Vizio? I'm so excited. <laughs> flow chart. Oh, my God. Give me. Hey, you want to see my flow chart? Mm. I don't know. Where's it flowing? Uh, Squirtle. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so then you kind of have to think about how many people, based upon where you're having it and what your comfort level is, how many people are going to be there? Yep. Are they going to be couples only? Couples and singles like basically what kind of mix of people do you want to have? And that also goes into experience level. So are you going to have people that are experienced in the lifestyle and have been doing this for a while? Maybe they've hosted or had their own parties or bigger events other than just like one-on-one dates, Mm. or is everybody new to this kind of thing? Some mixture thereof, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm assuming uh, part of that as well would be, do you know them all? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. And then the level of no, right? Mm -hmm. Do you carnally know them? Or do you just like have had drinks with them or been to a munch with them? Or are you just posting it on a swingers website and saying, hey, come on down? Or are they friends of friends in the lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a a very good point because the level to which you know them, again, like all of these things feed into further decisions. And now 
as a side note, we really don't have a lot of insight into the person who was asking this, what they're thinking about doing as far as a party goes. Right. So all of this is very generalized and can be personalized depending upon your situation, of course. But they were like, no advice is bad advice. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to try to prove <laughs> them wrong. <laughs> What, what you really need is at least 10 tubs of peanut butter. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, what, I, what I was thinking about was, like, especially as experience level goes, like, personally, I would want to make sure that there's at least some experienced people in there. Other Not, than us. Right. Not all, like, new people, new to the lifestyle, new to parties, new to stuff like that, because I feel like... That can be a bit awkward unless you're in a rural area where you really don't have swingers clubs and things to go to. Yeah. So maybe there's not a way that people are going to get exposure to this unless someone hosts parties and things. And then that someone might get to be you. <laughs> so yay. Yay. Congratulate. Congratulations. Yeah. You're the host or hostess of the swingingest party in town. Mm -hmm. You're building the lifestyle. It's great. Yeah. Uh, One spreadsheet at a time. <laughs> But then when you're thinking about who's going to be there, not just couples, singles, the numbers of people, experience level, but also is this going to be sex only? Mm. So are you looking for like purely straight up swingers or are you also looking into kink as well? So yeah. what is it that people are going to be into? And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, please do not invite a whole bunch of swingers who are there only for sex and then like one kinky couple who is not interested in having sex with other people. Yeah. They might be your friends, but maybe that's not the best party to invite them to. And I think that's a, that's a really good point because let's take the kinky couple as an example. Some kinky couples are absolutely okay with performance and, yes. and yes. doing what they're doing as a part of a show. You know, we're like that. Mm -hmm. But some don't want to do that and they don't want to be teachers mm -hmm. all the time. And if you're coming to a party and you want to be yourself and be kinky and whatnot, you don't want to have to handhold people and go through that. I mean, maybe you do, but also maybe you don't. Yeah. So maybe so that's a discussion to have with have them. Have those conversations out. with the people so that they know exactly what to expect. And the same goes the other way. If you have a, a room full of kinksters and one swinger couple, you know, that can be both obnoxious and just a disappointment. Mm -hmm. So make sure you have a good mix of folk. Or all one or the other kind of yes. thing. Yes. So, yeah. And that goes into something I was going to say later on is that so we'll go ahead and move Spoiler it up the alert. list. We'll just move it up the list. It's Oof. fine. But just make sure that everyone there has someone that they're likely to enjoy interacting with because yeah. that's something that we've been to meet and mingles. We've been to parties on both sides of that fence where yeah. we get there and there's nobody that we're really interested in. And it can be either a really short night or a really awkward night. And sure, we can always play with each other, but when you're at a party, like at someone's residence or at a private thing like that, you kind of expect to be able to play with other people. At least I do. And then we've also been to events where the organizers have put a lot of work in to make sure that everyone has at least one other couple, if not more, that they'll be interested in interacting with. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that's a lot of work up front. But at the same time, and, and this is easier if you have a known group. So if there's a group of you that regularly get together or... You don't have to, right? You can throw it out there, like you said, on RHP or some swingers website right. and just say, hey, anybody want to come? And then it's just a free for all. And, and it's, it's a, who knows? Yeah. You just kind of like what you were it's just a, doing. You throw your hands up in the air and be like, all right, everybody come on. It's a potpourri. Uh, let's find out. But I think just as an example, and I'm sure listeners at home are probably sick of hearing me brag about these folks, but the exclusively RHP crew, they make sure that there's going to be someone there for everyone, that everyone's going to have someone to talk to. They vet the people who are coming to their parties and their mingles, and they make sure that you're not going to feel like 
Left out. Left out. Yeah, yeah. It's a perfect way to put it. So do you want to go to that kind of effort? Or again, I think that we are kind of broad stroking it here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are. And if we have a party that's purely carnal, we'll call it carnal val. Uh-huh. Mm. Anyway, and so it is important that whether or not you're hosting a party for a bunch of people or hosting a small you know, a small house party that everybody has somebody that they're going to get along with. Or if it is just a free-for-all kind of whoever comes, that people know that. So that way yes. your expectation is set that, hey, I might get to meet new people that I, I may have fun with and interact with, or I may not. And I think that's okay either way. I think it's just more, for me, I like to know going in, what kind of scenario may I encounter? Yeah, which Angela is going into the party. Yeah, yeah. I like to be mentally prepared. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's got, shocked out there. She's got a spreadsheet. It's part of her decision tree. <laughs> Am I social tonight or am I sexual? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. If you follow her flowchart down, <laughs> you will see a lot of decisions that are yes, no, and touch me. <laughs> There's a lot of touch me's. There's a lot of touch me's. Yeah, yeah. God damn, another touch me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so then I... Th- Again, depending on the type of party that you're having and where it is, you need to think about arrival times for people. So are you going to tell everybody that you need to be here by X time or the party starts at X time and knowing that people are then going to stagger in for a while after that? And like, look, uh, the advice I would give is one, stagger the folks because you don't want everybody Mm -hmm trying to come in at the exact same time. And two, make sure there's a cutoff time. No entry past this time. Yeah. Because you're hosting a party. You don't want to be a door person, right? You you don't want to have to be the gatekeeper all night. Mm. Yeah, so I would suggest having a range of, say, you know, please arrive between 6 and 8 p.m., 7 and 9 p.m., something, whatever yeah. works for you and what's going on. Or if it's an afternoon party, you know, between 12 and 2, whatever. Or if you're coming <laughs> over to fuck Bradford and Angela, <laughs> be here by 11 o'clock. Yeah. Between 10 10 and 11 a.m. We did say no earlier than 10. We did say no earlier than 10. But I I think that is really important to think about because, again, you are hosting a party and part of that is going to be, are you going to just host the party Mm -hmm. or are you hoping to have fun at your own party? Because having fun at your own party, I can tell you from firsthand experience, can be difficult. It can be, but I think the more that you prepare for it, and we'll go through a lot of these things, but the more you prepare for it, and I know it's not the fun, sexy part of having a party, but the more organized you are with it and the smoother it goes off, the more fun you will be able to have at the party. Fair enough. Prior proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. See, see, there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the next thing I would have a think about is how long will the party go on for? As many of these parties we go to go well into the evening, the mm. next morning, you know, the wee hours. The next day. Yeah, the wee hours at least. And are there considerations if people cannot drive home? So is there, depending mm. on where the party is hosted and how far from other things it may be, if you're in the middle of a city or in a pretty populated area, then there's probably Ubers, cabs, et cetera, that can get people home. If not, if you're like well out of the city or something like that, or in an area that's that's not well serviced by those types of things, then is there a place for people to stay? And is it known ahead of time that like, do people know that either I need to stay sober enough and awake enough to drive my ass home? Or is there an alternative? So just kind of have a think about like, how long do you want the party to run for? What does that look like? You know, when people leaving, especially if they're drunk or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. And and just to add to that, again, having 
bedroom spaces where people can sleep, remembering that it's going to take time to turn them into sleeping spaces, Mm -hmm. remembering the thing that different people will go to sleep at different times. And we've been to parties and have know of uh, uh, parties that are happening where people camp. They bring their own tents. uh, They're allowed to use the toilets inside, but everybody's meant to sleep outside. I mean, I don't go to those kind of parties, but I Uh, have We did once. Yes, but- We did once. There was a frog in the toilet, like literally, (laughs) like living in the toilet. Like, and you're like, do you pee on him? Is that his thing? And he's like- And I'm like, is that pee on me in froggish? I don't know. I don't speak frognese. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway. So just something to to definitely have a think about is what does the end of the night look like and where do these people go and how do they get there? Just thinking about the time I camped. I'm sorry. I'm I'm stressing now. It's a a bad memory. Uh, And also considering where you're going to have this is are there neighbors around Mm. where there may be a potential noise complaint and could there be an issue with that? So my advice would be that If there are neighbors around and if you think there could be a potential noise complaint, perhaps have a chat with them beforehand and say, hey, I'm having a party. It's probably going to go pretty late. We'll try to keep it down after, say, 11 p.m. or whatever time. But if you have any issues, here's my phone number. Please text me, call me, whatever. But just try to make it cordial and nice and maybe give them some baked goods or something ahead of time just to say, look, I'm really sorry. We're probably going to be loud. But if you really seriously have an issue, get a hold of me before you call the police. Yes, uh, and that's a big shout out to our friends on our Discord who had a a response that included give them baked goods, which yes. I absolutely love. It's like, yes. hi, yes, um, we are going to have a massive rager carnival carnal ball <laughs> party next door, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of screaming. It's fine, and like like moaning. It's fine. And would you like some cinnamon scrolls? <laughs> brownies, brownies, you know, whatever. Here's a loaf of bread. No, but I mean, it's a great idea. But, you know, and you can come up. It's fine to lie to your neighbors. We're having an anniversary party. Mm-hmm. Um, the anniversary of the time I fucked your best friend's partner. Or what is it that uh, you call when people from like your year get together at school? and you Reunion. Have a, there you go. We're having a reunion. You had trouble coming up with reunion. I've never gone to one of these things. I haven't either. I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been invited. Nobody wanted me to come back. I cannot wait for my OSS reunion. <laughs> now that one I'll go to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. So mm-hmm. I, I love that as a solution. to provide. Or just friends that haven't seen each like Because reunion's great. Like friends we haven't seen in ages, yeah. whatever. Just we're going to have a big party. We're probably going to be loud. So it is something to think about. If you're out away from people in a more, you know, rural setting, then that's great. But if you're in a city or have neighbors nearby, just maybe give them a heads up. And we've done that even not with sex parties, but we've done that with like housewarmings. We've done that with Thanksgiving dinners. Arguably, both of those turned into sex parties. Fair enough, but they didn't start with that intent. (laughs) 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 But we have gone to our neighbors and said, hey, we're having a bunch of people over. You know, it might get loud, et cetera. We'll try to tone it down after a certain time at night. But here's our number. And they... All very much appreciated it. Yeah, and absolutely. nobody ever texted us, so it it's was correct. fine. Yeah. So again, get ahead of the problem, right? That's right. So as opposed to, like, because when somebody's surprised at being woken up at like three in the morning by someone else having sex, they're much more likely to be cranky than if they go to bed knowing they might be woken up. So I would not be cranky being woken up hearing somebody had sex. Mm, some people would be. I know they would be. But yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Relax. <laughs> Uh, so the last thing I have under logistics, and I think this is a very, oh very God, important one. We're still one. in the logistics. We haven't even had the party yet. Nope. But this is a very important one okay. is 
we're going to start with STI discussions, Ooh. also leading into COVID discussions, because I feel like they're similar but different. So again, STI discussions are something that hopefully we're all adult enough in this lifestyle to be able to have those discussions. Many of them for us happen at the club on the spot. If we go out on a date with somebody, it can come up. But again, this is depends on if you're having people that know each other come yeah. and they are comfortable to have those discussions, or if you're just putting a feeler out there on a website saying, hey, is anyone interested in coming? Because if that's the case, then there may need to be some vetting or some questions ahead of time as to, are you comfortable having these discussions? Just, again, it doesn't matter what the status is. It's more just that people are okay to have the discussion before play. Or maybe if they don't, then that's on whoever they're playing with and them. So, yeah. But it's something to consider. Um, but then I think more importantly in this day and age are taking COVID precautions. And so you want to make sure that, I mean, obviously you're not going to be able to do the whole, like, we're going to be outdoors with one and a half meters between everybody. Like that's not going to be a thing, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But everybody has to do it doggy style (laughs) and glory holes and masks. Yeah. Um, but like, but just to say, you know, does there need to be some kind of vetting ahead of time as to, are you going to have people do the rapid antigen testing before they come? Are they going to have to show proof of vaccination? Are you going to have them do a rapid antigen test on the spot before they come in the house? Yeah. Uh, and again, make provisions for that. And depending on weather, please don't make them stand out in the rain while they're waiting for their 15 minutes. No, do it. <laughs> Just do it. It's cool. Bradford says you may. <laughs> but it is something to think about, like, you know, how are you going to make sure that everybody is as safe as possible and also feels safe being there knowing that you have taken precautions? Yeah. Whether even even if it is simply just mandating that you be vaccinated or or not. But again, I think everybody just needs to be at their comfort level with this. Yeah. And I know for me, it would be minimum vaccinations required. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but again, you know, everybody's their own having their own party. So That's right. Uh, but it is worth a discussion and worth putting out there when you're inviting people to let them know what the situation is, especially if you do have any kind of mandates. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Logistics done. Any other logistics like ahead of time, pre, pre, pre gaming kind of things? I don't think so. I'm, I gotta be honest. I'm not sure I want to have a party anymore. <laughs> I might just go in the closet and masturbate. Uh, I have a lot of toys. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just fuck them. Mm-hmm. But chances are, if you're thinking about having a party, you have some idea in your head as to what it's going to look like. So, yeah. so while this sounds like a lot of like, you know, things to think about, you've probably already got it in your head as to what this is going to look like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Yeah. It's just the it sounds really broad for us because there's a lot of different kinds of parties out there that can be had. And arguably, like there's still some logistics you haven't even touched on, and I think that's part of your party setup. Probably. So before we get into that, let's take a quick interlude so that uh, we can you know sell some airspace. Are you sad, lonely, not looking forward to Valentine's Day? Always. Are you, uh, I mean, Valentine's Day is just around the corner and uh, you want a toy to play with because nobody's inviting you to any sexy parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have the energy to make your own spreadsheet or decision tree to, uh, to decide what party you're going to make. Well, then go to adamandeve.com. And when you do, use checkout code by the by B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. You will get a, a, a beautiful gift for yourself or maybe a partner. At 50% off, you'll get free shipping, you'll get some videos on demand, and you're going to get some extra things thrown in your box. Pun firmly intended. I like extra things in my box. I know. That's right. AdamandEve.com, they have a great huge selection of toys, furniture, some sexy lingeries, all the good stuff. And you can use checkout code, by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, to get those awesome things that I talked about earlier. The most important ones are... 50% off, free shipping. Those are two separate things. Just, you know, FYI. So instead of having a party this Valentine's, just go to adamandeve.com and buy yourself something nice. Boom. Also, just to add, if you're one of those people that uh, skips the ads, I, I, I try to make them unique and individual each fucking time. So just go back and listen to it. It's hard work. God damn. Also, sometimes I interject. Mm, yeah. I mean, maybe not for the better, but whatever. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to support us because you love our podcast and you love us and you think we're great and you want to get your own goddamn questions answered, the best way to do that is to support us on Patreon for as little as 50 cents an episode. That's right. You can join our Discord. That's like, I mean, that's like an extra shot of coffee a week. You can, you can do without that. Trust me. Uh, I'm caffeinated enough for the both of us. So, Join us on our uh, Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. You can then join our Discord chat, which is where this week's episode came from. The Genesis was from the Ask Us channel. So yeah, go there right now and uh, support us. We love you and thank you in advance. All right. We ready for the setup? We are. Party setup. Okay. All right. Deep breath. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. So... First thing I have to think about. This is important. Okay. Are you going to supply condoms and lube or is it going to be BYO? That's a great question because not everybody can use latex condoms. Mm-hmm. So most people who are allergic to latex in the lifestyle are BYOC. They're always bringing their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is kind of something to think about. Or if you're allergic to latex, maybe you want to have a party that's sans latex. Mm-hmm. So you might provide a bunch of uh, non-latex condoms yes but it's also important to know or to alert people ahead of time as to which way it's going to be so that way they know whether to bring their own condoms and lube and many people will anyway because i think that's just kind of like what we're used to we always take some when we go places but at the same time you know it's good just to let people know whether they actually really need to think about that Mm -hmm. and or not and also it might be like we have reserve supplies but it's good to know there's some there yeah that's true um and also if you're thinking about that and we're going to get to 
space division later, but if you are going to supply condoms and lube, make sure you've got enough in all the potential play spaces. Yes. Also make sure you have bins in all the potential play mm-hmm. places because you don't want condoms to end up in bathrooms or on floors or in walls or as we've seen in vases. Yeah. Yeah. Do not take your condom off and put it in a vase, especially in an Airbnb. Yeah. Please don't do that. Um, again, just a general thing is if you're going to have a theme, or do you need any particular decorations? That thing that kind of goes without saying, but you know, yeah. Still. Yeah. And then make sure, I think this is really important, also depending on if people are going to stay there afterwards and potentially sleep there, (laughs) make sure you have enough sheets, towels, and toilet paper. 100%. For everybody that's going to be there, any kind of play or any play spaces that you might allow. Uh, And it is something to think about, like on the beds, are you going to have one set of sheets for the whole night or is there going to be a potential sheet change in between? Yeah. Do you have towels enough for squirters? Like, you know, all those things are really important to think about. They are. And it may be if you're at your own home, you may have plenty of these things. If you're renting a space, you may need to take some extras because you never know quite what's going to be in a space. That's very true. But I think that cannot be stressed enough to have enough sheets, towels, and toilet paper because we've been to parties where things like that have run out <laughs> and it can be a problem. It's true. Nobody uh, wants to see a towel used as a sheet or a sheet <laughs> used as toilet paper or toilet paper used as a towel. Right. None of those things are good. No, not not at all. Some of those things are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I may be a an agent of chaos tonight. <laughs> I apologize. That's okay. It'll be a nice chaotic party. Yeah. Uh Make sure to have plenty of water, Gatorade, maybe coffee Mm. available and decide if it's going to be BYO alcohol or if you're going to supply some level of alcohol. But remember, if you are supplying the alcohol, depending on where you are there, you may now have legal responsibility for the actions of the dumb cunts who drink too much. Yeah. So be sure to think about that. Look into it. In my opinion, the easiest thing is to say BYO. And that way people can bring whatever they want, if they want liquor, if they want um, wine, but also I guess if you're thinking about liquor, are you going to have mixers or not? So just make sure you specify if it is BYO, are you going to have mixers or do people need to bring that themselves? And I think this all goes back to, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this, the pre-planning stage where you tell people this is going to be in some sort of message or an email, a Facebook group, whatever it is, this is going to be how you talk about it. Yeah. Very much. Uh, but it is something definitely to think about ahead of time and to, to let people know just what to expect. Uh, again, kind of along with the whole drinks thing, have some snacks because people get hungry, especially if you're going well into the night. And I would suggest having healthy snacks as well as sugary snacks yeah. because different people's bodies want different things after play. It's true. We've seen a number of people whose blood sugar crashes after having, uh, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple rolling orgasms. <laughs> Not me, but some people for yeah. some. Uh, and it's it's important to be prepared for that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And again, some people want healthy snacks because you yeah. kind of want to just recharge and, and, you know, get get the body back going. So it, it's good to have a variety. Just have me in the corner. I provide protein shakes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you have to work at work at it and the later the night goes the more you have to work but i always deliver right that yeah that's that's very true also I, i'm like mcdonald's I, my uh, my shake machine breaks down every, after 15 <laughs> minutes of use and then you have to wait for 15 minutes and then you can use it again anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we touched on this one before but they have a think about how space will be divided particularly if it's in your house or a house because i would suggest having at least a dedicated chill out, cuddle, talk space. Yeah, a no sex zone. Right, and a dedicated play space. Uh, so 
my suggestion would be to designate an area as one or the other. Now, typically, if it's in your house, then you could say the living room, typically adjacent to the kitchen or where the food and drink is, etc. But whatever room is near that, have that as like your chill out space. You may even put blankets and pillows and things on the floor if you depending on what furniture is there, but create some good cuddle spaces, some good kind of nice spaces for people just to kind of recover and and talk. Uh, And then you might be able to say that all the other rooms are play spaces. Or if you have a place that has like a big family room or bonus room or something that's really great for play, you could say this and maybe one or two bedrooms are available for play. Everything else is a chill out space. Yeah. Um, So however you want to divide it up, but just kind of think about, and and that's going to, I think, just kind of come naturally logistically depending on what the space looks like the house or the venue looks like where you're having the party. Yeah. So I think it's good to to think about like how will your overall space look and also make sure that uh, another suggestion I would have is to wherever your chill out zone is, make sure there's a bathroom accessible to that, that you don't have to go through play spaces to get to a bathroom. Also very important. And then the last thing I would say on setup and space design is to have a think about where people are going to smoke, vape, um, if they're going to smoke weed. But basically, where is that going to be? Do you have an outside space that's available for that? Are you going to allow it inside? And if so, where? Yeah. And if it's not obvious and like if it's not going to be clear when people are there on the night where that is allowed, then maybe put a notice up and just be like, so like smoking here or something like just, just a, even a handwritten sign it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just so people know like where smoking is allowed and vaping. I also think it's important to think about vaping because as we know from OSS, it can set off smoke alarms. Yes. Yes, it can. <laughs> yeah. The, I think a lot of people are vaping inside now because they say, Oh, it's not smoke. It's steam. Yeah. It's still obnoxious. So if you're going to do it, do it outside. Also for asthmatic people, it still makes a fucking difference. Yeah. So. It, it, Be considerate. But it's just steam. Yeah. Well, I'm steamed. So yeah. go outside. Yeah. There's still chemicals in it. It still makes a difference. Be considerate of people. Are we good on setup? Anything else you want to add? Um, no, I think the setup, I'm pretty happy. Are you ready to get into play? <laughs> Are you ready? Like, no, we've been talking. I'm done. I'm done. We've been talking for 40 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, I don't want to have sex anymore. Like, <laughs> I now don't ever want to have another party period. We've been planning and setting up and designing this fucking party. Let's get into play. All right. Let's, let's get go into to, the night. Let's go to Fucktopia. Let's, let's get into the night. Let's see how this is going to work. Okay. 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 So. On the night. On the night. Have a think about when people come in and this is completely space dependent. Or are you going to have a bit of a tour on arrival and oh, say, yeah. this is, you know, your play space. This is where snacks are, drinks. This is where your cuddle place is, chill out zones. This is where you can talk. This is where smoking is. Bathrooms are here, 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 and here. Like, you know, all the usual things. In the case of a fire, <laughs> please use the window. So are you going to have a bit of a tour when people arrive? Yeah. Or are you going to just, as people come in little groups and things, maybe just have a little bit of a welcome speech and say, you know, thanks for coming, da, da, da. Here's kind of, and just kind of point. Like, just yeah. again, depending on how big or small the space is. Because like our apartment, we wouldn't have to have a big tour, right? No. We would just be able to say here, here, whatever, and just point to. But we did host uh, or help host a party out in the middle of God's land. And I ended up standing on a cooler in yep. the kitchen and have everybody listen to me. And I was basically going through the rules. Yeah. So again, that goes into the welcome speech where you just kind of wait till most people are there and then yeah. you, you get up and you say like, these are the things. And then again, one of the things to go through would be consent. So to have a consent refresher as people come in or as part of a big welcome speech type of thing. Yeah. And that can look however you want it to look a really, really easy way to go through consent and to remind people how important consent is, is uh, referred to the poster that Planned Parenthood has of the fries. 
And we've seen places where that's even been printed out and put up in play spaces yeah. because it's such a good reminder of what consent looks like. Yes. Do you want to go through that? Do you remember the fries? Yes. Uh, fries. F. It's freely given. Mm-hmm. R. It's reversible. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you spell fries? I. It's informed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Public school in Kentucky. <laughs> uh, it's informed. Uh, so you know what you're consenting to. E. It's enthusiastic. Uh-huh. And S. It's specific. Right. Very good. Well done. Fuck, man. I know consent. Yeah. I am the... Con- I- it's the one tattoo that I'll never get that I probably would like. The it's, fries. It's just like a yeah. little, a little small order of fries. And people go, what's that? That's my consent tattoo. Push the button. Push the button. <laughs> and I'll go, fries, consent, freely. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Angela anyway, looks like she's really thinking we're, about we're, getting the no, tattoo. No, I'm just thinking about how that could work. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but it is good to remind people about the rules of consent mm. and, and you know, make sure that that is forefront on everyone's mind, particularly because you're probably not going to be able to be in all these spaces. And so you want to make sure that everybody feels safe. Yeah. Also, especially if it is a group of unknowns, if you've put something out on a website and you're getting just people in the area together mm. and they're not people who are generally friends who play together kind yeah, of thing. Very true. So it is good to have that consent refresher. Hell, even if they are, it's good to have it. It's always a good reminder to have that. Yeah. Because consent can always, like you said, it's reversible. It can change at any point. Mm. Um, so just because we've played or done something before doesn't mean it's going to happen again. So it's always good to have that. And maybe even, like I said, just a little something on the wall, on the bedside table, whatever, just a, a little reminder. doesn't hurt to have it there. Um, also, again, kind of going along with consent, make it known who to go to for issues throughout the night. And these can be any consent issues. It can be, we're out of toilet paper here. We need whatever, like, I I need... Have you seen my partner? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it can be any kind of issues. But make sure that there is some responsible party who doesn't get blind drunk during the night. And that may be you. It may not be you. Designate a friend. Come on. Enjoy enjoy the party as much as you can. Designate someone else. Just like having a Discord channel, you might just need a moderator that's not you. Mm Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, but just make sure that everybody knows that, hey, this is the person that if you have an issue, go to them. Yeah. It can even be somebody blocked my car in the driveway. Can you it's figure just, out? I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, which is another thing. Like the old joke of the keys in the bowl, that might be useful if everybody's keys are in a bowl and then you can like move cars as needed. Yeah. So something to think about is, is it's, it's always good to have a responsible person. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why all the keys went in the bowl. Is that the swinger thing? It just was misinterpreted by the vanillas? Maybe. maybe. Just so all the keys like, were in a bowl so that we could move the cars around and get parking. And get, get out of there. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe. Then as the night gets started and as people come in, particularly if you have a lot of new people or a group of people who don't really know each other very well, it can be good to have some either um, more vanilla style, but definitely some icebreaker types of games, discussions, things to get people talking. Yeah. Because... Most of the time, people will start talking and move around and discuss themselves, but sometimes not so much. And so you might need those cheesy little games, those little card games, and it might seem dumb and you may not even need them, but it's better to have one or two of those than to not have it and then people be awkwardly sitting around not talking to each other. And what's really interesting is we've been to to mingles where maybe you'll pass out each couple or each person will get a playing card and your job is to find the matching playing card. And maybe if you get red kings and black kings, red jacks, etc. And and so you're trying to find the other red or black card of your suit, uh, of your value. What we've found is that people are really not likely to do that, but it encourages them to talk anyway, even if it's like, have you seen this game? This is weird. Have you ever done anything like this? No. What have you done? And then suddenly a mm-hmm. conversation has started. So 
it's just that impetus to give them something to talk about. And I think those are great. I think some of the best icebreaker games are not playing the games. It's putting the game out there and let people talk about the game. Yeah. And and ones like that particularly where it encourages people to mingle is really good yeah. as well. Because then you're not sitting around in a circle doing like, I don't know, some cheesy truth or dare kind of thing, whatever. But I like truth or dare. Yeah, but if you don't Not know movie, people, but, but yeah, uh, but it's good to have things that does encourage people to mingle like yes. those, those kinds of games are really, really useful. Ooh, and I don't know if you've already talked about this or I'm sorry, I know you haven't talked about this because I'm, you know, part of this podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was on your list to talk about is what I meant to say, but I got uh-huh, uh-huh. excited. Anyway, um, you might want to have porn playing. Oh, good idea. Yeah, I did not have that. Oh, Genius. Yes, I added something. Genius. Uh, so you can you can find some porn and have it playing on TV, TVs, have different types of porn in different rooms, maybe, if you've got multiple televisions. It could be... Uh, I would suggest to have either have it muted or have the sound way oh down. Oh, God, yeah, the sound is always terrible. Yeah, it's always terrible, and you don't really want that to be the focus. Although it might give people something to talk about, but... Yeah, did you hear how bad that, <laughs> that porn was? Yeah. <laughs> No, but that's actually a really good idea is to have, have porn on, on a screen somewhere. Yes, I um, something. Not in the chill out zone. No. Not there. Unless it's cuddle porn. Okay, fair enough. Music. You also need... Oh, like, music. You yep, have yep. to have some sort of music. Have sexy music, by the way. Have sexy music. Yeah. There are plenty of playlists mm-hmm. on things like Spotify. Mm-hmm. But, but there's one that we typically go to. It's a BDSM, some symbols. Uh, BDSM, things. fire, fire, fire. Yeah, something but like that. With the emojis, not nothing. Oh my God, it's on fire. Uh, I know there's also a desire one that the swing set group has put together. There's a few different things. So just go to Spotify, find a sexy playlist that works for you, that works for the theme, the genre, you know, the the area that you're in, because different areas may, people may have different preferences, but definitely have music playing, particularly in the play spaces, even if it's a Bluetooth speaker or a few Bluetooth speakers that go throughout the house, because it's a lot easier to get things going if there is music than if it's quiet. Yeah. Agreed. Especially with like random people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a very good point. Porn and music. Woo. Genius. I'm having my moments. <laughs> so yeah, the next thing I had was, I mean, after icebreakers and after getting people to mingle and talk is to have someone to get the play started when needed so that it doesn't drag out awkwardly for too long. Particularly, I mean, if you've got experienced people, then they're generally going to do that anyway. Right. But if you have a lot of new people or a lot of people who are unknown to each other, then that get to know you time, quote unquote, can drag out a bit longer than maybe you particularly want it to. Yeah. So have have kind of like a, a couple that you've already talked to ahead of time been like, hey, hey, do you mind at some point, whether it's a feeling, a specific time or a gesture from you or something that they can... Like you and Pavlov's dog thing, like it's 1030 <laughs> yeah. and Angela starts salivating, like, all right, I'm going to take my clothes off. Basically, basically. But have, have some kind of a cue or something to where it's like, all right, now it's, let's get things moving on because either this is getting really awkward, we need to do something, or it's just time because everybody has to be out in like, you know, three, four hours, whatever. Mm. So let's, let's get things moving. So something to... Because you want the play to happen early. We're not here to, we're not here to fuck spotters. We're here to fuck each other. And so you also don't want to be like, I don't want to be out till 3 a.m. anymore. I'm old. And plus COVID has ruined me. Mm. So I want to, let's get the action going and then let's have the action. And then let me go home and go to bed or let me just go to sleep in your place. Not a tent. Please not a tent. Not again. (laughs) And it's also good to get play started before too much time. Like, honestly, I would say general rule of thumb, just spitballing here. I would say have people mingle and talk for maybe an hour, two tops, then try to get play going. Because worst case scenario is you're going to have one round of play a little bit of talk, rehydrate, snack, whatever, chill out, and then you might have another round of play. Yeah, nobody but, ever complained because they got sex twice. Yeah, you don't want to well, wait. That one person did, but. You don't want to wait until the last hour and be like, oh shit, we only have an hour left, we got to fuck. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, you don't want that. Nobody wants a rush fuck. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, but not in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I would definitely keep that in mind as to when are we going to get things going and and maybe have a a couple that can help you with that because... We volunteer to be that couple. Yeah, because we don't want to... You don't want to wait till it's too late. That's correct. Which also goes into when you're thinking about the timing for that is, is what time do we need to wrap up? When do we need people to leave? Is it open-ended? If it's yeah. at your house and there's nothing going on the next day and whatever, like it can be that people stay, things go on until whenever, that's completely fine. If you are renting a place or if you're you know at a hotel or something, it may be that we're going to say, okay, everybody out by midnight, one, two, three, four, whatever time it is. May just have a, a time that you're like, all right, we're going to wrap up at this point. And if that's the case, like when do people need to leave, then who's responsible for alerting people? Hey, you've got 30 minutes. You've got 45 minutes left before we need to leave. And also making sure they get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But again, a lot of this all just, and, and this is all huge generalizations because it really depends on the type of play party. Yeah. And, and there's times that we've had parties where everybody does go home. And then there's times we've had parties where some people do end up sleeping in the spare room or on the couch or whatever. And that's okay. And Both are absolutely okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as long as you aren't offended by me falling asleep on the couch while we're, you know, afterwards. Because right. it happens sometimes. Yeah. Don't be offended by that. No, no. It's a safe space. Right. Uh, but but just kind of make sure you have an idea as to what does the end of the night look like. Yeah. And then... The really, really not sexy part of all of this. Oh, God. Please don't say clean up. Yep. Clean up. Hire what, it out. <laughs> yeah. What does clean up look like? Typically, it's going to be the next day. But what does that look like? Who does that? Do you have help? Is it going to be only you? If it's going to be only you, are you prepared for how long it could end up taking and how many loads of laundry you may end up doing? Yeah. It's uh, a lot of towels, a lot of sheets. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you might have to wash the carpet. A few Bags of trash, a lot of recycling because a lot of people are going to be bringing bottles and cans and drinks and all that. So just kind of be prepared for what cleanup looks like. And are you going to have help with that? Maybe have a friend who can come over. Have somebody pay them. I mean, outsource that if you can. (laughs) (laughs) And if it's an Airbnb, which remember, by the by, podcast does not endorse breaking the rules of Airbnb and hosting parties. But if you do, just make sure you leave the place as spick and span Mm. as you found the place. Go the extra mile to make it like yeah. you don't want the Airbnb host to find sheets in the dishwasher. No, I mean, I would say anytime you stay at an Airbnb, we definitely try to. But again, especially if you're having a big night like that and neighbors are commenting or even even if there's no noise complaints, even if they're just like, oh, there are a lot of people. We saw a lot of cars and whatever. Mm. You just you really want to go that extra mile just to make it as good as possible. Yeah. Uh, and if it's your own house, then you definitely want to because it's your own house. Right? You don't want to fuck up your own house. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but yes, mm. clean up is, it's, it's the least sexy it's part the of least it. Sexy part of it. And, again, and like you win a prize. If you can send us a, I found a condom blank. We you know, like, I might be really impressed and we will read that out on the podcast. Maybe <laughs> send you a little something. So uh, we may even send you a little something. If we can ship shit, yeah. ship shit, ship ship. Uh, if we can <laughs> ship shit, then absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's really all I've got. Do you have anything else to add? Um, Look, I think it's important to note that when you are hosting a party, you may not have fun at your own party. So learn compersion. Uh, Mm. And when people around you are having fun, enjoy that. Because we've hosted parties before that I 
just did not enjoy. Yeah, and I think it depends upon, I would say for sure the more organized you are, the smoother it goes. And so then the more likely you are to be able to have fun and enjoy it. I think it also helps if you have people who are there and they're willing to help with some of that, like you said, like for lack of a better word, the moderation and the making sure that that things go smoothly as well. So while so they're sort of co-hosting with you. Yeah. Uh, having help is not a bad thing. And that will help ensure that you might be able to have a little bit of fun. Also, the more you do this and the more parties that you host, the easier it will become and the more likely you will be able to relax at something like this. So the yeah. first time around might be different. But the more you do it, I think the easier it will become and the more you'll be able to say, if I do this, I can relax a little more. If I do this, I can maybe go away for a bit and have some fun with these people. True. But yeah. but I think also just make sure that you've got friends there that can that can help deal with some of the logistic stuff and to make sure that there's ice and whatever, like all this stupid little shit, you know? Yeah, it's very, I think that's good advice. Yeah, so if you're going to have a party, let us know how it goes. Also, if you have any tips and tricks on having parties and things that you found really work for you, let us know. We'll read it out next week. Yeah, I'd love to know what yeah. uh, what folks do to have their own parties stay organized. And like, again, making sure that you have fun at your own party. Yeah. Because I think that for me, that's the hardest part. Yeah. Not waiting. Tom Petty was wrong. <laughs> having fun at your party is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And you have. But I have. But it's not always the case. No, so. not always. Yeah. So how, if you're going to message us, how are you going to do that? Well, you could, again, support us on Patreon and join our Discord chat, as we said earlier, or you can email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you go to our website, which is www.bytheby.com.au, and message us through our contact page, or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Any other last-minute thoughts, Angela? Host a party, have fun, tell us about it, send pictures. We want to hear about these things. Send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, I guess we will um, I guess we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Also, where's our invite? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.